0: Welcome back to Victories of Victoria. So happy to have you here. I'm so grateful for today. I just want to remind you that if you find this episode helpful for you, entertaining, makes you laugh, makes you cry, whatever it is, and you know somebody that would really appreciate it, share this episode, share the podcast, send it to your friend, send it to whoever you think would find joy in this episode. I would really greatly appreciate that. And while you're at it, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. You can also leave me a review on Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts and you listen to them. Thank you. What's up, you guys? Okay, let's get into this episode. But before we get into it, I really wanna just catch you guys up. So what's been happening? I have been moving. I have been moving from my apartment with my partner into his family's house and i'm so grateful and so excited they're going to help so much when the baby comes but this whole moving process is like it's i okay look like i gave myself a lot of time right like i was like okay victoria like i'm gonna give you (laughs) two extra weeks like just like a lot more time than i usually give myself i usually literally move like the day that i have to be out and i'm just I don't know. I just always happened like that. And as I've gotten more mature, if you will, I've gotten a lot better with my time management. So this time around, especially because I'm pregnant, I was like, okay, we're going to do this slowly. And even though it feels really good and like very stress-free to do this slowly, a part of me really wants to just like get it moving and do it really fast. But I'm starting to just notice like the pace of things and I think that my brain is still like, oh, you're old Victoria. You can do things like really fast and like get it all done and be efficient. And my body's like, "Mm, no bitch, (laughs) Like you're six months pregnant Victoria now. So take your time, which also I am officially six months pregnant. Like this is amazing. It's been the most, I can't even, I don't know how to describe what it's like to be a person who grows a baby inside of them, I think there's something so primal about it, right? Like I feel this like immense protective energy that's coming over me with this child. And like, there's like, at the beginning, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I felt hella FOMO. Like I was like, I was like missing out on like so much stuff. And even though before I got pregnant, it wasn't like I was like out here at the club every night, you know what I mean? But when, as soon as you can't do something right, then you're like, I really want to do that. And I felt like I was just missing out on all the stuff that like my young self would do, I guess. And I literally had a dream the other night and my baby was in my dream and I had to go somewhere. And so I left my baby with like probably like one of my sisters or something. And I missed my baby so much in that dream. And it was so vivid when I came back, I literally like, like grabbed my baby and I was so happy to see him. And I just knew in that moment that like I don't give a fuck about anybody else anymore, and I just want to be with this child. You know, obviously, like when the time comes, I'm sure I'm gonna like need breaks and things like that. But that feeling of like God, I love you so much already. It literally has been taking over like everything with me, and it's so emotional. Like there's days when I just sit and I'm just like bawling my eyes out. I'm just like. My god, like I have a baby coming, like my baby, you know, like he's gonna be related to me, you know, and I'm just like, man, I hope he looks like me, and I like I talk about him all the time. And then there's days when I sit there and I'm like, oh my god, I got a human being inside of me, like off some alien versus predator type shit. I don't know, this feels so weird, you know. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I obviously find humor in all of it, but. I am very much supported, and I the universe supports me and loves me so much. And my family's there, and my partner and my partner's family's there. So, I am a blessed, 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 blessed pregnant lady. I will say that there's been moments when I feel like I could do more, and it's probably just the same as you know with this whole movie thing. I'm just like, oh, I got to do all this stuff, blah, blah blah blah. But chilling, you know, like sitting back and just letting. Things kind of happen and just really just embracing what I do have going on right now and understanding that like I'm literally creating life and that should be enough, you know? But of course, like I think just how we've been conditioned society, like societal wise is just like we're all, we always have to be productive. And I think this experience, I mean, besides like becoming a mom, but it's also really like humbled me and put me in a space of like, it's okay, Victoria, like it's okay to just relaxed for a little bit. I think everything kind of happened organically, but it all happened, I don't think coincidentally, you know, like, so I'm moving out of my apartment. I'm six months pregnant. And this week is my last week at like my job that I've been at for a little, like a little bit of time now. It's it's been like my bridge job before going full time in my business. And uh, I literally have had a job since I was like, 12. Like, I'm not kidding. I've had a job since I was 12 years old. I ask anybody that knows me, I've never not had a job. I've always had a job. If not one, at least two. So I yeah. So this is a really exciting time for me. I feel like all of my energy is going into like really nurturing my body, my baby, my business. And yeah. So yeah, that's my little update. And I'm so excited to be back on the mic. You know, this past. Week. Happy Lunar New Year. everybody, But this past week has been very eye-opening for me. I think that, you know, as a coach, right? Like I thrive. I like live for like being of service to others and and showing people how I've like overcome so many of my like anxieties, depressions, like limiting beliefs, like literally just pulling myself out of this mental space of being a victim you know and i think people who go through big t traumas and little t traumas as well we get so attached to these emotional reactions that happen to us and no by by no means do i think that you don't deserve to feel like that of course you do you know but once it becomes so ingrained in your cells that it takes over your everyday life because it's literally running your thoughts all the time then that's when we have to be like okay how can i Move past this, right? And maybe you don't have to like forgive or forget. And not, like, none of that is just like, how can I live my life where this trauma or these things that have happened throughout my life do not dictate how I feel about myself, don't take up my mental space, you know? And becoming acutely aware of that, I think that's where I come in as a coach, right? I come in and I help you almost daily. Like I'm there daily with you. I'm like your freaking best friend. And we talk through it and we really rewrite those thoughts. And in those moments is when it's the most powerful. Anyway, with all that being said, I have been finding myself, I'm completely honest with you guys here, man. I have been finding myself kind of being solution Sally, (laughs) you know, like just being out here trying to be Mrs. Solutions, like, which I think, Probably comes from, maybe it comes from my own trauma. I'm not too sure. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was at my mom's house for New Year's for Thut, and my mom was having an emotional day. I think that, you know, for holidays, for her, you know, she's so far from her country, from her homeland, from her family. And with, you can ask any immigrant family, any immigrant family, there's usually drama between the family that's here in the States or in Canada or in Australia or whatever. And the family that's in the home country, right? Like like Vietnam, China, like Malaysia, wherever it is, there's always going to be some type of beef, especially if the family in like the motherland isn't well off. So there was some beef, like this ongoing fucking like 35 years worth of like, like send more money home beef. Right. And my mom was like really venting to me. You know, she was really like, Like, kind of pouring her heart out, and she was like getting really emotional. And she started tearing up. And what I said to her was, Mom, first of all, it's that, like, don't cry, it's bad luck. Okay, like, what? That's what I first said to her. And then I told her, like, I just gave her solutions, you know? But as I was like driving home, I felt like this overwhelming guilt. And I'm sure a lot of you have felt the same way too. And maybe in similar situations of like, why didn't I give her a hug? Like, why wasn't I just there for her, you know? And I just felt so guilty. I was like, God, like she literally was opening herself up just to be vulnerable on this really special day for us. And I didn't even like blink an eye. And I was just like, mom, suck it up, basically. And I felt so bad, you know? So I sat back and I was thinking about it. And immediately, I forgave myself. I was like Victoria, it's okay, you know, like you reacted how, maybe you just knew how to react, and that's completely okay. You did, you did the best that you could in that moment. So that's that's the first thing that you always have to do, right? Give yourself compassion. Hey guys, I'm just hopping on here to tell you about my freebie. Yes, it's a super short book, but I love it so much. It's Tips on How to Heal Generational Trauma. Go ahead and go into my show notes. There's a link on there, press on the link, put in your email address, and you'll get the complete book on how to heal generational trauma. It's so good, I worked so hard on it, and I'm so excited for you guys to read it. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get back to the show, bye. Secondly, I reflected, I was like, why did I act that way? And remember, remember when I said, my, when my mom started crying, I told her, mom don't cry, like it's New Year's, like that's bad luck. My mom would tell me the exact same thing if it was the other way around. So it makes sense on why I thought that that was like the appropriate thing to say <laughs> to somebody because it was New Year's. So putting that two and two together, I was like, okay, that's why you said that. Doesn't mean that maybe I'll say that next time something like that happens, but like I can see why you, why you did that, right? And then... Finally, just really understanding that sometimes when our parents have not given us space to be vulnerable, when they do, it's hard for us to give it back to them. I'm not saying that we cannot, like we can if we choose to, that's up to you, right? But I just really gave myself so much compassion in the whole entire like situation because it makes sense on why, like the love wasn't reciprocated in that moment from me to her. And obviously I love my mom. Like, come on, guys. Like, literally, I talk about her all the time. All of my TikToks are about her, like, <laughs> or something that derives from her how she raised me. My literally, my whole business is inspired by this woman. Like, I fucking love my mom, you know? But even in those, like, even those times, and I'm sure so many of you can relate to this. Like, my first gens out there like we love our parents so deeply but it can be a little difficult to be there for them sometimes you know and i think it's because they've trained us to be so like tough or resilient or to not show our emotions and obviously it didn't fucking work like we're all kind of fucked you know like we're all working through our healing here but when it's like our turn to give it back to them it can be a little it can be a little challenging i specifically remember one time my mom was crying about something. I forget. This was like maybe like five, six months ago. It wasn't that long ago. And I might've, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I sat her down. Like I physically put her on the chair and I took her head and I took her head into my into my chest and I hugged her and she started like bawling, you know? And it felt as of like when she hugs me that way, right? Like you just feel like when your mama pulls you in close and hugs you like that, you feel like a little baby and you just like let your emotions out. And my mom started crying and then she got up and like kind of shook it off and was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And it made me realize like, man, like as much as I need her to do that for me and because she doesn't have like a mom. And I think even if like your, like your immigrant mom has, like if you have a grandma, maybe their relationship isn't like as close like that or maybe as like, like, physical affectionate, then, I mean, you probably understand, but I, I realized that, like, wow, like, she probably doesn't get this a lot, you know? And if she does get that kind of, like, close affection, it could just be from, like, her partners, like, her boyfriends, her husbands or something, but maybe not from, like, another woman. And I guess what I'm saying here is that I really realized that my mama needs love, too, you know? My mama needs love too. And sometimes it's okay to put your knowledge and your therapy tactics, right? Like whatever kind of shit that you learn in therapy. And for me, it would be like me being a coach, like just to put all that aside and just embrace your family and your mom and just be there for them for a moment. And I'm really learning this the hard way because it's not with just her. I think I've learned this – I've, like, it's been coming up with, like, other family members, too. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm low-key, like – low-key kind of embarrassed. But, like, other family members, too, where they've kind of been like, uh, Victoria, like, can you just be there for me? And I get in this, like, this mindset of, like, yeah, I can, but I've been where you are, so I know what you can do, and you should just do this. Whereas, we us the other way around, and I reach out for them for, like, for help or maybe just for uh, somebody to – hear me out and just embrace me they would have been there for me i think that because i'm so passionate about my work right now and i do give it like i give 110% to my clients and i am very like affectionate and loving and such a big supporter to my clients sometimes i find that i don't give as much to my family and this is i'm still working on this i'm going to be real with y'all like i'm not i'm not out here like oh yeah, I have it all balanced out. You know, like I know exactly what I'm doing with like, you know, like work-life balance. Woohoo. No, not really. Right. But I will say that I've noticed I, um, this is something I can work on. And honestly, it's really exciting for me because I always want to get better in every aspect of my life. And of course my family is like the most important thing in the world. And you know what it did for me though? It really humanized my mom, right? Like that's been happening a lot more lately in this past few years, but I think that just understanding that like, man, this woman is upset about her family in Vietnam, like her sisters, right? Like her sisters in Vietnam are bitching at her about not sending enough money to take care of like my uncle's kid. And she's over here working her ass off and she has her own trauma. She has her own mental health issues that she obviously does not address, right? and she also like has bills and stuff to pay here and they're just like not only are they not understanding of her but they're like yelling at her you know and she just crumbled right and there's just like this expectation of oh i have to do so much because i'm the one that like made it to america and it's it's generational right like that's i mean that's obviously like happening to her with her family and she projects that onto us, right? Like me and my siblings. I think that my siblings and I are a lot, honestly, just more fortunate because we have resources and we have access to resources to work on our mental health and understand boundaries. And so I do put that up with her. Whereas when I see my mom at like the mercy of these people's opinions, I just don't, I don't know what to say except like, oh mom, like just put up boundaries. And she's like, what the fuck, you know? And she's just like, what? And that's just me trying to be solution Sally out here telling my mom to put up boundaries. And she's like, these are like my literally like my siblings, you know? And, and I feel for her because if it was my siblings and, and it was like that, I would be heartbroken, you know, I would be heartbroken. And obviously like I, you know, I do my work and I'm a coach myself. So I understand a lot of this. Whereas for her, she hasn't done any of it at all. And I think for her to see how what honestly, well I'm doing makes her feel, I don't know. I honestly don't know how it makes her feel, but ugh, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I think it makes her feel like intimidated or inferior, you know, because of not like my, not like saying like tangible things or like finance or anything like that. But I mean, like actually just confidence and emotional regulation, like seriously. Right. And I want to give that. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, I want to give this amazing knowledge to everybody that, who wants, who wants to hear it. And that, that's like my family included, but, you know, sometimes you just don't do that. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just don't try to give that to people you're just there for people, you know, you just got to be there for people, especially for people you love. So yeah, that was my little, (laughs) I literally copped on the mic because I just wanted to talk about like, just that, really, I just wanted to talk about how being aware of how you you might be a solution, Sally, right? And how important it is to sometimes just take a step back and just be there for people. I mean, obviously, like, you know your boundaries, right? You, know, you understand if somebody is taking advantage of that too much and you feel like you're always appeasing to them, things like that. And if you don't know your boundaries, then you probably should work with me, you know? You probably should... <laughs> you know, book a clarity call and we can talk about how we can set those up like better. But yeah, it's a really like something that really opened my eyes this past week. And I'm so happy to share it here. And I hope it brought something to you and hope it, you know, ignited something within you. And if you want to talk about it, I'm here. You guys know where to find me on Instagram at Victoria Duffy Coaching. You can also email me at info at victoriadeffy.com. My TikTok is Victoria Duffy Coaching. And yeah, my three-month program is out. My three-month program, coaching program, my one-on-one coaching program is out. You can apply. There's the link below. I'll leave it in the show notes. And I love you guys. Happy New Year. I hope you guys have a blessed, blessed, blessed year. It's year of the cat, okay? I know everybody is saying rabbit. I mean, it is year of the rabbit for Chinese people, but it's year of the cat. And yeah. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.